Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And we're going to ruin the fucking movie for you, Shazam! If you're trying to get spoiled, then uh, you're Spoil the right like you spank. With some Shazam info straight from some anonymous source. Yep, movie ain't even out for another three days, but I saw it early because I'm a dirty bitch. It's not anonymous if you tell them who it is. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a dirty bitch. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, I saw it uh, early. I saw it two full weeks early. Um, I was I was kind of just browsing Facebook like a few weeks ago, and uh, I saw an ad pop up. It was like, hey, if you want to go see Shazam early, jump on Fandango right now. I was like, oh, okay. I jump on Fandango. It's like, hey. Every place around you has tickets right now for, like, every showtime imaginable. Oh. Two weeks early. I'm like, what? When does this happen in the history of ever? What the? I didn't even know that thing happened. That's but, pretty uh, fucking cool. But so I'm, I'm like, all right, well, I'll go see it. And uh, when I'm, you know, I'm going through the, the process of buying my tickets, and I'm just thinking, like, man, you know what? This is, like, this is perfect because April's coming. That's when the movie comes out. But Endgame comes out in April, and I don't want to spend unnecessary money towards a movie that I'm not going to like in April. So I'll spend my money in March, and then uh, I'll, I'll dedicate all my money in April to, to Endgame. I'll go see that movie five times before April's over, and it comes out at the end of the month. I don't care. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, a great movie. It starts off with, uh, I mean, it starts off really slow. Like, it's, it starts with Billy, um, Billy Batson. He's uh, he's like a foster kid that constantly runs away from whoever his foster family is. He just hates the idea of being in a home with people that aren't his real family. Um, so he's just kind of like, he's basically forcing himself to be homeless all the time. Um, even oh. though he's connected to like a network of foster homes. Like there's a lady that has an office that she talks to him a couple times in the movie like about his behavior specifically yeah. and why he's always homeless. And it's like... She's basically telling telling him you're the problem. You yeah. don't want to be in a in a family, but you're like 14, dude. Like you gotta be in a family. Like <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, but <laughs> you just need to stop being stupid. Kind of part of it. And uh, he's like, well, you know what? They're not my family, so I don't like them. So, um, but very quickly in the movie, he uh, it gets it gets made realized that like one day he was at a fair with his mom when he was a little kid. He had an affair with his mom. No. This is a sick-ass movie, no. dude. What are you watching? What does DC think no. is not as bad? So he's he's at, the, he's at a fair, and uh, his mom is, like, playing some dart-throwing game or whatever with him right there. And uh, he wants to win this toy, and it's like, no, no, you, you, can, you can't get that because we didn't win. And like, that's just how it is. That's how life is. you got to move on. He's like, okay, Mom, fine. I wish I had it, though. And then, like, and then they take off, and then the crowd gets hectic. And he drops the one thing he did win from that game. And uh, he goes going after it. And the mom just kind of, like, lets him go. And next thing you know, he's lost in the crowd. And uh, he goes looking for her, can't find her, finds cops. And they're like, you, you lost, little fella? And he's just, like, crying and whatever. And uh, it's very tragic in the beginning. And um, so mom just left him. The mom's, the mom's nowhere to be found, so... Oh. The cops are like, well, you, you know, you'll probably be found, found by your mom in a day or two. We'll just keep you at the station for now. And then, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be all right. Sit tight, kid. And mom never shows. Mom never files a report. Mom never does anything to try to get him. And, uh, you know, so he, he, he just doesn't know what happened. He, he, like, he's having a kid mind thinks, you know, I got lost, so it was my fault. And I should feel sorry to my mom because I put her through that. And, you know, now she doesn't have her son anymore because I was an idiot as a kid. That's how he feels. Um, he doesn't understand the neglect part of it, that she completely neglected her role as a, as a mother. Well, yeah. Um, Just abandoning your kid, like, whatever. Like, right out the gate. It's like, holy shit, dude, that's deep. But, uh, but it's a very glowing, like, happy childhood that he's that he's envisioning like they show it from his point of view first yeah yeah, yeah. and uh it's very happy and glowing and then it jumps forward a bit and he gets placed in a home with uh with like five other kids i want to say um there's a mexican kid who's like chunky and he's like he's basically mute he doesn't talk to anybody 
Um, he does. He, I mean, he can talk. He just doesn't talk. He's very quiet. There's a, uh, there's the crippled kid who's very funny. There's an Asian kid who's all about video games and and stuff like that. Like he's very into gaming. Then there's a little black girl who's uh, probably the the cutest black girl I've ever seen in any in any movie. She's the most adorable thing ever. I wish I could take her home. She's like the cutest little sidekick of a character. But uh, then there's the older sister who's like 18, about to go to college, and she's all stressed out about it because she's a foster kid. Um, and you get these introductions really fast. Like, you know, you kind of figure out which ones are most likable really quick. Uh, the little black girl is definitely the most likable. She steals the show in any scene she's in. Um, but Billy's like, you know, fuck this family. I don't give a shit. They ain't my family. I don't care about none of these kids. Why do these kids have hope? They're all foster kids. And, uh, he's just, he's like a little asshole at the beginning. He's just like, you know what? Like, they're not my family. They don't matter. And, uh, he's all about himself and shit. And his journey to find his mom. Like, he's like, he, he actually, uh, he tricks cops into going into a store that's like run down and shit. And then he shuts the security gate on them while they're inside, jumps in their squad car and, like, jumps on their computer and looks up a plate for, like, what he thinks is his mom and shit. And he's, like, hunting addresses and shit for his mom, like, in illegal ways and shit. And he found there was, like, 27 Batson uh, families in his area of Philly. Because that's where it all is, is Philadelphia. And, uh, that's a common name. It's like Smith. Yeah, Batson. Jesus Christ. But uh, there's 27 of them in all of Philadelphia. So, like, he spends this better part of, like, his childhood searching through that. And then by the start of the movie, he's on the last one. And it's not her. It's some black lady who's, like, uh, like he knocks on the door and he's, like, I think I'm your son. And then the black lady opens the door and she's, like, you sure about that? <laughs> and he's, like, <laughs> he's, like, oh. Sorry, man. And he walks <laughs> off, and then the cops show up. It was so funny. But uh, it, it jumps to um, a little kid that's, like, really nerdy looking. And he's in, like, an old, like, you know, uh, a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation type of... Uh, oh, really? Like, uh, family vehicle. Like, oh, God. One of those. One of the jalopies. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so terrible. It was so hey, bad. In 1981, that was a cool car for dads to have. <laughs> but uh, he's my, my cool car is a Mustang. This nerdy kid's sitting in the back. He's got like a, a magic eight ball, and his dad and and older brother are sitting in the front, and they're being assholes to him. Like they're like, you you playing with that magic shit, little pussy? Like they're, oh, <laughs> I mean, they, don't, they, they don't say that, but they're basically saying like, you're a little bitch boy. And uh, he's like, Dad, like, I like magic. Like, fuck off. And, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, I like magic, fuck <laughs> off. I'm sure that would be an awfully, perfectly fine conversation. But it, you can tell it's a time jump. Like, it went, the movie goes back. Like, yeah. it, it's like a flashback. And uh, then the older brother starts picking on him. And he's like, uh, the dad's like, you need to be a man, son. And then the older brother starts picking on him, and he's like, Dad, he's picking on me. And then the dad's like, yeah, that's what I mean. You need to be a man. A real man would stand up for himself instead of asking for his father. And it's like, holy shit, dude, this is dark. And then... Uh, bad parenting. Uh, yeah, very. And um, the older brother is, like, uh, still fucking with him, and he grabs the magic eight ball from the kid, and he's like, he's like, will he ever be a, a, a man? And he shakes it, and it's like he's like signs point to no, and like throws it in his lap. Oh! And then uh, the kid looks at it, and uh, the symbol on the little cube triangle looking thing, yeah. like inside, it's weird. It's not any symbol it's ever been on a Magic Eight Ball. It's not Shazam either. It's like well, it's like it's this weird like demon drawing almost. Oh. And he's like, what the hell? And he, like, shakes it, and he's like, dude, you broke it. And he looks up, and his brother and dad aren't there. And he's still sitting in the car. And then all of a sudden, like, the car freezes over. And then he, like, and then it stops. And he steps out, and he's in the cave of, like, the Shazam uh, oh, council. Yeah, what do they call it? The uh, I forget what it's called, but it's, like, this magic in-between. Not the Rock world. of Eternity, but it's, like, some, it's like central. The Rock of Eternity is there, though. Oh. In the in the movie, um, but to the interwebs, he talks to um, he talks to the wizard Shazam, 
And Shazam is like, you need to like prove to me that you're worthy of taking my power because there's these seven deadly sins that are like bad, and uh, I got them imprisoned here, but I can't hold them for much longer, dude. So uh, you need to be the one. And then like the seven sins statues are like taunting him, like telling him to touch this uh, this little thing of energy, and he's like, eh. All right, I'll do it. I'll be a man and touch that thing that the sins are telling me to do. Oh, it's lovely. And then he like goes to touch it, and Shazam like he's like ah, <laughs> goes crazy <laughs> on him. And then he banishes this kid from the spot. And then you basically get the idea that this is going to be the villain of the movie, because when he goes back, his uh, he's back in the car, and his dad and brother are there, and he's like, wait. He starts freaking out, and he's like, I want the powers. I want to be that. I want to be a wizard, and this and that. And his dad's like, what are you talking about? And he's, like, telling him, like, you know, Dad, I was just in this magical place, and there was this dude, long hair, and all this stuff. And then next thing you know, car crash. Like, the car flips, and the dad, like, gets ejected, and uh, the brother, like, climbs out. Um, and he's like, this is your fault to so the brother, the little brother. And uh, the dad's, like, laying on the ground bleeding and shit. It's really dark. And you think, dad's dead. Spoilers. Dad is not dead. Dad is paralyzed as fuck, though. Dad became... Professor X. Professor <laughs> Xavier. But uh, yeah. then it jumps forward quite a bit, and that little boy grows to be the bald villain dude, uh, Dr. something, I forget. But it's it's a really weird name. Something with a Z, I Dr. think. Dr. Zardoz. It, it, it's Zardoz. Zardoz. You never you've seen Zardoz. Oh, you don't want to. It sounds it's painful. Bad. It's Sean Connery wearing a leather speedo. Oh no. And he's got a, a gun belt and then crisscross gun things and it's all red. And he has hip boots that are red leather. And oh no. And a ponytail. It's scary. But uh. Scary times for everyone. The bad dude is like running a. Uh, He's running a project through some kind of like science, like a corporation that oh. uh, they research magic and like want to prove that it's real um, and then potentially use it. And he basically spent like the past 30, 40 years of his life uh, taking down accounts of people that have been to this realm of, oh. of the Shazam. Uh, oh, that's cool council. shit. And, like, all of their accounts are the same. So he knows he's, he didn't see shit as a kid. And uh, he's just trying to figure out how to get back there. And eventually he figures it out because this girl videotapes, uh, like, some shit that went down. And there was, like, a symbol set that, like, popped up. And he utilized that to, like, make a gateway to this realm. And he goes and he ends up taking this, the same ball that he was turned away from in the, in the beginning... And he, like, it, like, shoots into his eye. And, like, he basically absorbs the seven sins. Oh. Like, the statues break. And, like, the seven sins go into him. So he controls them. Um, and he only has powers as long as they are in his eye. Um, oh, that's interesting. So the second the seven sins leave his body, he has no power. But if, like, so he can send out six as long as there's one in there. Like, they're actually, like, demons, like gargoyles. Oh, no shit. Yeah, like, they look crazy as shit. But, uh, like, there's greed, sloth, gluttony, lust, um, envy. The, the Rock of Eternity is the prison uh, for the deadly, uh, seven deadly sins. Okay, so that is what it is? Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. Later revealed the Rock of Eternity has an opposite, the Rock of Finality. Oh, that's sweet. It's run by the IRS. <laughs> Dad jokes! Um... So he, he goes, he gets the sins in his eye. That's fucking crazy. He sins in his eye. Yeah, nasty. He, he sins all over his eyes. Ugh. That's weird. But uh, <laughs> then Billy goes... Um, he sins in his eye, too. <laughs> he is 14. Well, after that happens, <laughs> um, Shazam is like... Like, the wizard Shazam is like, uh, you know what? Like, I'm too weak for this shit. Ooh. I'm going to just send out my last little bit of power to have a kid come here and prove his, he's worthy. Pick whoever it is. And, uh, like, random people just start getting chosen and shit, and none of them are worthy. And then Billy Batson gets picked. And he's it's after he stops the crippled foster kid from being beat up. Yeah. Because uh, he gets bullied a lot. 
Um, like Gribble Foster Kid, I'm sure. Yeah. And, uh, cast him. Like, he's actually hilarious, but he gets bullied because Cripple Foster. Now he's the kid that was an it, correct? Yeah, yeah. He was the one that was the nerdy one that got uh, the pills, and he was like, it's gazebos. It's gazebos. Um, yeah, he did stuff at Motor City Comic Con last year. That was funny. He's suspicious. He was doing, he was doing things. But, uh. I got stories. <laughs> he, um. Yeah, he gets beat up, and then Billy shows up and beats up the bullies. And then, uh. On the way, like, escaping the whole thing, the train that he jumps on decides to go all iced over like that car for the the villain. And he steps out of the the train, and Shazam's there waiting for him, and he gives him his power. Some candy. And that's when it gets really funny. Like, from then on, the movie is fucking hilarious. He goes to the foster house, and he's, like, walking up. He walks up to the window, and he, like, scares the the crippled kid. The family thinks he's like gone, gone. They think he ran away, mm-hmm. and uh, he he shows up and he has the crippled kid come out, and they're like, "Dude, you gotta test your powers," and uh, he's like, "Dude, I have no clue what my powers are," and he's like, "All right, well, I don't know. Try flying," and uh, he's standing there in the alley and he's like, "How do I fly?" <laughs> he's like, "How do you like you know you could say it, but how do I do it?" Yeah, and he's like, "I don't know, like Superman or something. Like you just you just kind of." Yeah. And like launch off and he was like dude I can't do that I don't think I can do that and he's like dude you just gotta believe I've read studies on this shit and he's like, <laughs> he's like he's like dude you just gotta believe you can do it and you can do it and he was like alright I'll try and he, like, he does this wimpy little jump off the ground and like lands on his face and he's like ah <laughs> like, and then he's like uh, alright well we can test invisibility and uh, he's standing there and he's like alright do it and he, he's just like standing, standing there, and then the kid's like got his camera out. He's like, "Oh, you're where are you, dude?" <laughs> and he just I was just standing there. He's like, "Dude, I'm invisible. You can't see me." <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, he it was just like so funny That's seeing awesome. that all go down. But then uh, it gets really crazy. He's like, uh, he's all upset. He's like, "Dude, I don't even know how to use any powers that I have, but I know I have them." And he's just like. He shakes his hands and then like lightning shoots out of his fingertip and like blows a transformer and he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> and then uh, he hears some lady getting mugged like a, a half a block over and he looks over and he's like, whoa, and then he looks back at the kid and the kid's like, dude, you're a superhero, do super things, <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, that's right, and then he goes to walk. And he just zooms off. Like, he, like, super speeds to the, awesome. to the guy and, like, chest bumps him to the ground. And then he's like, I'm really fast. <laughs> and he's like, and, he was like, and I'm really strong. Whoa. <laughs> like, awesome. He's just figuring out his powers. So, like, he has no clue what he's capable of. That's wicked. And the little, well, the girl that he, uh, that he mugged is, like, she looks like she's 30. And he looks like he's 30. Oh, the, the guy, the guy, the girl that he saved? Yes. And... Like they both look like they're thirty, yeah. and he's like, he's like, hello. Uh, he he says something like, hello, older lady that I had to save. Uh, how is it doing? And she's like, hold up there, buddy. I'm I'm about as old as you, so don't you get any ideas talking about older lady. And, this and, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, sorry, ma'am, of equal age of me, which is nearly thirty. Like <laughs> he's like going up, going on this tangent, but uh, the, awesome. while the criminal's like right there, like what is going on? That's hilarious. <laughs> um. And then it comes the scene where they go to the liquor store. No, oh, with the your finest beer. Yeah, it's funny. And then the the lady's like, "It's right over there." He goes over, and then the guys try to hold up the place. And he walks up, and he's like, "He's like, I'm gonna have to ask you guys to leave." And they they pull the gun on him, and then uh, he's like, one of them shoots, and it and it like it comes at him and it hits him in the chest. And it, the bullet crumples and it drops to the ground. And uh, the the crippled kid is like obsessed with bullets hitting Superman and crumpling yeah. and dropping to the ground. And uh, so when he sees it can happen to his best friend, yeah. he's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and he's Shoot like, him again. He's like, dude, you're bulletproof. He's like, Sh-. he's like, dude, we got to prove that. Oh, shoot him again. <laughs> and then he shoots him in the chest. He's like, whoa. I'm, he's like, that's cool. And then he's, he's like, wait a minute. How do we know it's not just the suit? 
shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then he pulls out his camera phone. He's like, this is proof of authenticity. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, like, they're shooting him in the face. And you see the bullets, like, whapping on his yeah. cheeks. And he's just like, ah, ah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then he looks over and he's like, dude, this is crazy. I can, see, I can survive bullets. You're dead. And he, like, he, like yeah. annihilates the guys. And then they step out with the beer and they drink it for like half a second they're like ah oh. <laughs> like good. it tastes like actual death <laughs> and then they walk back inside and they come out with like Red Bulls and Doritos and that's shit. awesome but then like the next maybe half hour 40 minutes of the movie is Shazam like doing his like impressing the world act like he's just going to like the the famous run uh, road from Rocky like, oh, yeah. when he ran like up to the Capitol building yeah. of uh of Philly and he's like he gets to the top and he's like shooting his lightning everywhere and uh it that whole like half hour montage basically ends with uh the crippled kid being like dude you're full of yourself like you're completely like you're, you're not who you were at all since you got the powers like you're you you're just completely self-centered yeah, right yeah. now like you're 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 asking people to pay you money to be a superhero like dude like yeah. be a superhero and he's like, dude, are you kidding me? I just made like 50 bucks today. <laughs> but then uh, this, like, he like gets all mad and he's like, dude, look, I, like, I can shoot lightning from my fingers. And he's like, Boom. and it like fires across the sky like way more than usual. And it like blows out a bus's tires like on a high rise freeway and uh, kills 20 people. Dude, it's. The bus swerves and, like, rams into the, the barrier and, like, it's hanging or whatever. He shows up in, like, half a second and he's like, oh, please don't fall. Please don't fall. And then it falls and he's like, ah. Oh. And he catches it. <laughs> he catches it and there's this guy that, like, landed against the front of the glass of it. And he's, like, face to face with this guy like, hey, bro, I just need you to not move at all. And then, like, he, he's about, he, like, lifts it up higher, like, yeah. above his head. And he looks down, and he's like, all right, I'm about to set this bus down. And he looks, and there's, like, a dog just sitting there like, huh. <laughs> and he's like, dog, you got to move. Dog, no, I don't want to kill a puppy. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. And then he, like, the dog moves, and he slams it. And then, like, there's this big whole media presence about it. The, the <laughs> news shows up. The crippled kid shows up, and he's like, um, Shazam's like, dude, did you see that? And he's like, yeah, you almost killed, like, a dozen people on a bus by being stupid. And he's like, and I saved them. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, did you not see that part? And the kid's like, whatever, dude, you're too far gone or whatever. And then the crippled kid takes off. And then the villain shows up for the first time um, to fight Shazam. And Shazam's like, oh, you're like a bad guy, aren't you? And he's like, you're giving off the vibes, bro. <laughs> and then, like, and then uh, they fight, and, like, Shazam basically just gets his ass kicked for, like, 10, 15 minutes. And, because, like, he just doesn't understand his powers fully. Yeah, yeah. Like, he literally has the powers, like, six individual powers given by, like, the Greek gods. Oh, yeah, strength, himself. speed, intelligence, wisdom. All kinds of shit. Yeah. Um, but he hasn't fully, like, unlocked all of them. Like, he's unlocking them with time. Like, he's just as he learns them. Kind of like how Thanos has no clue how to use certain stones until he does, really. Oh. Um, like, it's kind of like that. That's kind of cool. That's actually makes um, sense. Yeah. So, like, he gets all that power at once, but he only slowly learns how to actually use it. Um, but, like, then there's a sequence where they go into a mall and, uh, like, it's actually a mall in Canada that I go to with uh, my girlfriend every once in a while. Um, they're like going through all these stores and shit and uh, <laughs> there's this scene where he's in a kid's toy store and uh, <laughs> he turns a corner and there's like a Batman stand-up figure like yeah. maybe about three feet high and then he grabs it and the toy's like I'm Batman and he's like get him Batman and he like throws the thing at the dude <laughs> and then uh, he runs off and then there's like the floor piano kind of like in big Yeah. and uh, he like he steps on it he's like whoa because he's never seen one before and yeah. he turns around and the bad guy's like sprinting at him across it and he's like ah he's here from the from the that's keyboard. awesome that's awesome and he gets tackled through this glass and shit and uh then they continue fighting through the mall and then the guy like grabs him and he, like he's about to like 
you know, knock him out. And then the kid just, like, yells, Shazam. And then, like, lightning just... And, like, uh, blows up the dude. Doesn't kill him or anything, but, like, you know, it hits him. It sends him flying. And then uh, now he's Billy. He gets up and, like, dips into the crowd. Yeah. And then the villain realizes the the crippled kid that he saw earlier is here now, and he's asking for a very specific name. He's, like, yelling Billy and shit, and it's, like, very suspicious so the crippled kid gives it all away and then uh the villain grabs him up and he like interrogates him and then the, crip. the crippled oh. kid being some little terrified runt yeah he he gives up his the whole the whole everything like the the family he knows about like he knows like if billy's gonna go back anywhere it's gonna be the foster house and like he he gives that info up so he just he just put the whole family in danger the rat um at the bitch. at the same time, the kids that are at the um, at the house, the other five siblings or four siblings, whatever it is, there uh, there was an encounter with the oldest one um, where Shazam like ran into her and she was crying or whatever because she got into the school she wants to, but it's out of state, and she loves her foster family too much to want to go. Yeah. Like she just loves the shit out of them, so she's like, if I leave you guys, I'm gonna feel terrible and I feel like I'm gonna fail and this and that. And he, Billy, as Shazam, was like, no, you got to go. You got to, like, leave these losers behind. And she's like, what? What do you mean losers? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, no, I mean just the family. Leave them behind because they want you to succeed. And he's just, like, trying to play it off. But, <laughs> but she didn't understand what it all meant or whatever. But then later they see on the news all of this, like, crazy shit revolving around Shazam and this random bad guy. And then she sees Cripple on TV. And she's like, what's he doing talking to Shazam like that? Huh. <laughs> and, then, and then she was like, wait a minute. I seen, he came to me and he was weird. And like just the other night when we had dinner and Billy and, and you know, they were going back and forth like they were a married couple. It was weird. <laughs> just like this. And uh, he, like then they realized, oh, <laughs> like Billy Shazam. And, that's uh, awesome. Then they call him and they tell him like we know everything, whatever. And then the Asian kid, the one that's really into like computers and shit. Yeah. He tells him, he's like, Billy... I found your mom, like, I when when we figured out like you know you went through all the names and whatever, like you've been looking for this whole time, and I figured it out that that was not your mom's. Like she had her name changed, she got remarried, and like you've been looking for the wrong name for the past like eight years. That's crazy. And uh, he knew about it though. Billy didn't know. No, no, the Asian kid knew. How long did he well, know? Well, he, he just found out. Oh, because, he's, like, he's a dick. He's like, I've known forever. Because Billy, <laughs> Billy figured it out um, that, like, uh, Billy figured out that the 26 Batsons were not his mom. Yeah. He threw the notebook that he had all those names in in the trash. Mexican, the chunky Mexican kid found it and was like, huh. And then he showed it to the Asian kid, and the Asian yeah. kid did his little computer magic. Little, Why is it going to be Asian as computer? It's dude, just, he's I so guess. stereotypical. Oh, it's but, horrible. Uh, but it's, it's actually great by the end of the movie. Um, he, well, he tells Billy, and then Billy's like, I got to go find my mom. So he goes off and finds his mom, and she's like in this shitty little apartment building, and, uh, there's, like, drug user there's like a lot of racket and whatever, and then he goes up to the door and he knocks, and then she comes to the door, and there's this dude yelling inside, and then mom opens up the door, and it is his mom. Oh. And he's like, hey, mom, it's me, Billy. And he, like, he basically like pours his heart out, like, I'm ready to move back in, this and that. And she's like, oh, this is a terrible time. And then she gives him the whole spiel of, I was 17, I didn't want, like, that, and then the father left, and there was all these other underlying factors, my family was kicking me out, and all this stuff, and then I saw the police, and I saw the care they were giving you, and I said right then and there to myself, I am not capable of giving them the love that other people are giving to, to my own son, I am a failure, and she basically gave up on the idea because she was, she felt like she was so shitty. Um, oh. Yeah. So she gave up on him because she gave up on herself essentially at the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, and then they show the whole flashback and it's like from when he was at the carnival that day and got yeah. lost and it's way more grim. It was it fucked me up cuz like it's everything that he explained was the story but like a twist on it where like you know instead of her saying this it was her saying this and this is like way darker. 
Yeah. And like, you know, just more grim and like kind of sad. Like, like she's depressed because she's a 17 year old mom with no family and no, no man to take care of uh, the kid. Yeah. And uh, then the kid gets lost and she sees the cop throw a jacket over him and is like, hey man, it's okay. You're going to be fine. And she's like, I can't even give him that. Like I'm that bad of a parent. I just lost him in this crap. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she just gives up. Um, and when he hears that, he's like, <laughs> is that what he said? No, but like, That'd be funny you could see it on yeah. his face. He's like, dude, I just spent like my whole life like looking for you, and I find you, and you're like a shitty parent still. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, the boyfriend she's with is a piece of shit. Yeah. And uh, he gives her the toy that he dropped that made him like be lost yeah. in the crowd. And he's like, you might need it more than me or something. It was like a compass toy. Yeah. And... Uh, so he just walks. So he's so it's a he, compass. He, he walk. He gives her the compass, and uh, it was the you know the toy that he he won before he got lost. But um, when he leaves the building, he gets a call from uh, the the siblings. Oh. And the villains on the phone. Oh. And he's like, "You need to show up, like now." I'm gonna kill you, fams. Exactly. And Billy's like, "Huh? Okay." And then he like he does his whole like jump off the building, hit Shazam, and fly yeah. away. Huh? It was fucking sweet. But uh, he gets to the place, and the villain opens up the portal to the Rock of Eternity in like a closet door. Like he, oh, he no uses his magic to like immediately burn in the code to like unlock this place with magic. That's cool shit. And uh, he sends all of the kids in, sends Shazam in. And he's like, you guys are going to ha- basically hand-deliver me the power. And uh, otherwise, I kill all the kids. And Shazam's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's what big brothers do. And, uh, like, the little girl, the little black girl's like, I'll cry. And he's like, no, Billy, don't do it. And he's like, I got to do it. Otherwise, I'm, I'm a bad brother. I don't want to be a bad brother. And uh, she, she's so adorable. She's, like, crying and stuff. I, I, can't, I can't even deal with it, too. <laughs> no, but... Uh, the sadness... But then he like he tricks them, tricks the villain. They get out, and uh, when they get out, they end up at a um, like a Christmas carnival type deal, like in the inner city, like kind of like how Winter Blast is in Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like that kind of deal. Except without as many guns. Right, right. <laughs> um, no guns actually, just demon gargoyles. Oh, I love that. It was awesome, but. Uh, we're talking about Detroit, right? <laughs> Philly, even yeah. worse. Oh yeah, Ugh, Philly's so bad. But uh, the gargoyles are like, you know, the the sins. They're like uh, greed, lust, envy, all that shit. All of them. They're they're like wrecking the joint. And Shazam's like, we gotta stop him, or whatever. Yeah. And then the siblings are like, wait a minute. So like, if the sins come out, he loses power and on himself. You can tell it in the way he does things. Like he'll he'll fly sometimes, and then he'll he'll just walk sometimes. And it's only when the things are out, and they're figured out. They're like, we gotta we gotta bring out the the sins. Yeah. Like, so they they go out of their way to get captured on purpose, and uh, then uh, Shazam kind of like tricks the last one out. But uh, they get to this point where uh, the villain is kind of like gone, like knocked away, and. Billy gets the uh, the genius idea, completely taken from New Fifty Two and Rebirth Shazam. Yeah, where the idea is there used to be a council of Shazam. It was the six people. So he creates the Shazam family by holding creates hands with them. the Shazam family with his foster siblings by holding hands and then saying Shazam. Well, they got the staff of Shazam, ah. and they all grip the staff. And he's like, he's like, you guys got to say my name on three. And he's like, three, two, one. And then, like, all of the siblings are like, Billy! And, and he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, no. The, the name I say when I got a switch. And then they're like, oh, Shazam! And then, like, the whole family gets transformed into, like, fully grown adults. Like, <laughs> Muscles and shit. It's awesome, hilarious. dude. It's like, uh, Megan Good is, is the little black girl. Adrian Brody is the crippled kid. That's awesome. Um, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody is the crippled kid. And it is awesome because like they each have their own individual power while Shazam has all of the powers. Ah. So the little black girl has has the speed of of uh, of Hermes and Hermes. Um, yeah. Hermes, yeah. Hermes. And 
the Adrian Brody has like he has flight. I want to say. Which that's is funny cool. because that's all he kept saying the whole movie is he wished he could fly yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. crippled. Yeah. Um, the Mexican kid got uh, strength, uh, and the Asian kid got like energy blasts that he could shoot of like lightning. And uh, <laughs> there's this whole sequence of all of them doing their powers and like saving people at the carnival. That's cool as shit. And uh, <laughs> then they start fighting the demons off, and. Uh, the Asian kid, he sees it, like, I sees one of the sins on a rooftop, and he shoots his lightning blast, and he's like, Hadouken! Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it was so great. And then, uh, yeah, they just, it was, it was probably one of the best sequences in a DC movie in a long time, to be honest. I loved Aquaman, but I feel like this movie tops it with this sequence. Um, but they, they just basically fight the sins beat the shit out of them and then they get the final sin out which was uh envy they got all of them out except really? for envy up until this point and then shazam's just like yeah well envy's a little wimpy little you know monster no one cares about and that's why he don't come out because he knows no one cares about him nah. and then envy's like shit and then like he comes out and then uh yeah the guy totally like annihilates the the villain the villain lives though um in the end he ends up uh being put in jail, or whatever. No, we know it's not. It's um, not Black Adam. It's just some other random. Right. Group. It's just it's it's just a guy that was proven to be not worthy of Shazam's powers. I wonder if he exists. and he got salty. Does he exist in the universe? He though? does. He's in he's, the comics, he's but he's, he's very minor. Yeah. Um, he's one of the more origin type villains. He's like the Weather Wizard. Right. <laughs> um, no hints of Black Adam though. They. Uh, they should have shown something. Because it's... Well, it's casted to be The Rock, and they're giving him his own movie. Ugh. Um, but what they did end with was, like... Because the Crippled Kid is, like, obsessed with all the heroes of the real world. Yeah. Like, Superman, Batman. He actually has, like, an authentic, like, Batarang from Ben Affleck's Batman. Oh. Um, and whatever, but... He found it. Yeah. And he, uh... And he also buys the shit on eBay if he can. Oh, I'm sure. He, he sells and buys back shit. But, uh... He ends up um, testing more powers with Billy at, in the post credits, and he's like, "Can you talk to fish?" And he's, and then Shazam's like, "Dude, why would I talk to fish? That's a dumb power." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> that's awesome. And then the crippled kid like like moves his hoodie, and he's like, he's got an Aquaman shirt on. And he's like, "Dude," and then and then Shazam's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> it just all hits him at once and then in the uh, second pro post credit in the middle of the movie when that montage thing was going on yeah. there was a moment where there was a falling out between Billy and the crippled yeah, kid yeah, yeah. because the crippled kid was being picked on by the bullies again like yeah. verbally yeah. and uh, the crippled kid was like well I got a friend uh, and he's gonna come here and show you guys what's what and they were like who and then he like name drops Shazam as his friend Yeah. and it's like the dumbest thing you could do and that's when Billy was like, dude, you just, like, totally threw me in the middle of your problems. Like, that's not cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and just to show off. Like, really, dude? And then he kind of, like, that's when the falling out happens. But uh, the whole deal was, like, Billy was supposed to show up at, like, lunch on the next day as Shazam. And wow, the whole school. But it never happened. And then in the post-credits, um, the bullies show up. And they're, they're like, hey, loser. Uh, he's like, too bad your friend couldn't be by or whatever and this and that last week. Like, don't think we forgot about them wedgies we owe you or whatever. <laughs> and uh, then Shazam shows up and he like walks in and he's like, hey, how's it going? My best friend. And he's like, anybody wants to pick on this guy, they are a loser. <laughs> and like, he's, he's just like giving this kid all the props. And then, uh, and then he's like, oh yeah, and I forgot, I got one more friend. And then you hear the Man of Steel theme come in, and fucking Superman's suit, like, breezes past the camera. And then, like, all you see is, like, the blue costume, like, next to this kid's head. So it was really super. It was, he actually had some Right. Hair. Oh, that's awesome. And, and the, the crippled kid looks up, and he's like, 
holy shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's so great. And fucking Superman. Right. That's awesome. Man, it, it could not have been better, though. I, I think they honestly did the best Shazam movie they could have. They they borrowed from the recent comics rather Which than fine. the old shit. Well, and this is the thing. They didn't do it the dumb way. Because I know that in the comics they have some dumb routes of doing it. Having it be six siblings and they line up to be the six members of the council, it works out. But doing that whole extended family shit that they did in the in the comics, it was kind of dumb at one point. Oh, it gets really stupid. So I mean, I mean, don't forget a lot of that started in the fifties. So I mean, you know. right, right. Um, but no, they did a really, really good job with the movie. I thought it was fantastic. Um, and they hinted in one of the other post credits, like the the bad guy, the the magic dude, was gonna um, come back with some other kind of side villain plot, whatever. But. Uh, no word on if that's actually going to be the sequel or not. It's hard to tell. I mean, standalone movies like that are interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's they can do whatever they want with it. It can be an alternate universe. It can, you know, mm-hmm. they can. The next time they bring a Superman movie in, one of the tail credits they can do is have that scene from Shazam and have him walk in. Yeah. Which would be kind of funny. Just, yeah. a, just a way to tie it together, you know. If Shazam actually shows up in any movie with Superman, it's going to be fantastic. Oh my god! The power levels Shazam will be off the is scale, like insanely though. powerful. He's absolutely. Like, I don't think there's any way to even, like, just argue against it. He is the strongest member of current Justice He's the strongest League. living mortal yeah. in the DC universe. Absolutely. Which is interesting. Absolutely. So I Because mean, he can't, well, he can't die by anything that any of the heroes can do yeah. unless he's Billy. Like, magic can hurt him. But none of the heroes that, like, are currently in Justice League. Well, even Zatanna can't really hurt him. Like, Zatanna- right. Dr. Fate could probably do some shit. Oh, yeah. That's about it. He's crazy as fuck. Yeah, that man's he's nuts. nuts. He's like, uh, he's he's like Moon Knight meets Dr. Strange. I want that Moon Knight movie. I want that fucking... You hear me? You can, Marvel? You hear I don't that? even care if it's a fucking Hulu thing. I know like, you guys like, listen. I'll fucking watch it. I don't give a shit. I, I love know. I would, I, oh, God, I would love that. Um, Speaking of Marvel, oh. Captain Marvel number two. Also? Carol Danvers. Oh yeah, well we should probably cover that in the next episode. We should we should save it. We should save it because if we do too too much Marvel in one, I have a feeling it might end. Because this was Captain Marvel Part One. Yeah, we'll do. We'll, we'll give the we'll part, do part two. two. Which one was first, the comic wise? Oh, it was. Was uh, it Shaz- Shazam? Was it Shazam first? way before Captain Marvel. I don't think Captain Marvel. I mean, the Captain Marvel that we know. Yeah. Um, came out. I want to say in the sixties. Yeah. Captain Marvel to the to the Google. To the Google machine. Let's see. Here we go. Captain Marvel. Scooby-Doo. I want the movie. Marvel. Fictional superhero. He first appeared in Marvel Superheroes number 12 in December of 1967. And okay. Shazam, Captain Marvel, appeared in like the 40s or 50s. So he, yeah, we're he talking was pretty way early. Because it was like... It, yeah, it was, it was shortly after. But uh, Captain Marvel appeared. Of... It was he was a male named Marvel. Yeah, yeah. If y'all are listening to this and you don't know that, um, which is something they changed for the movie, and I wasn't even mad at it. It's uh, Marvel is not a man. That's fine. That's okay. I wasn't even mad at it. They made it fit. Everything they did to change Captain Marvel, like Carol Danvers' story, it lines up really well. But, I have a feeling that that is going to set off another series. Of uh, of movies with hopefully strong female leads because we need that. There haven't been. I mean, Dude. there's been there obviously there's been some here and there, but you know we need more movies with strong women because they, they why have, the hell uh, not? They you have know? Monica Rambo in that movie as like one of the side characters. Oh, and she's like the black Captain Marvel or the or uh, what's her name Spectrum. Um, God, she's got so many different aliases, but she's like one of the most powerful. Marvel Comics females, period. Like, she's in her power scale is through the roof. Um, but they were saying, like, the the daughter is Monica, uh, the little girl in the movie. Oh, and like, if you consider the timeline when yeah. Captain Marvel happens and when this girl is a little girl, and if you jump forward to Endgame, that little girl's probably like 30 right now. That's tight. And Carol's like, you know, she's got Kree blood, so she ages stupid slow. So, like, it's you an know, actress. She would. She got that. She got that surgery. Maker. Brie. And Brie Larson. Brie. She's cool as shit. I love Brie. She's really. Cool. Oh, she's fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's we, cool. We should talk about this more. We will definitely because we're we're traveling right now. Mike and I are in Cincinnati working, 
And then uh, maybe in a couple of days we'll record the other one. I have to edit this. Uh, I do want to make a plug for um, uh, Megan Parkinson. This is actress from Game of Thrones uh-huh. and a couple of movies. She's doing a short. Uh, she had a short film called Nancy. It's this uh, series that she wants to write. She's doing a GoFundMe for it. If you go on YouTube, look up Nancy or look up Megan Parkinson. Mm-hmm. Um, the GoFundMe link is uh, www.gofundme.com slash project dash Nancy. Um, it's a six-part series. Uh, the initial short film has Bella Ramsey, friend of the show, really nice girl, um, from Game of Thrones and Worst Witch and all that, obviously. You know, everybody knows Bella. Everybody loves Bella. Um, but Bella's in the short film. Go on YouTube, look it up. It's a really, really... It's funny and also kind of heart-wrenching. I mean, it's just kind of... Uh, it's you got to watch it. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Um, so definitely check that out. Go, you know, you could go fund us too. Something we're not we're not go <laughs> We don't have the GoFundMe thing. We have the um, was it Patreon? Patreon, yeah, we have Patreon. So feel free, to look us up, uh, hit us up on Twitter at at Dfam Podcast. If you have any questions or you just want to harass us, it's always fun. Mike likes being harassed all the time. I harass him constantly in the car when he can't get away. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Um, oh. And you guys have yourself a time. We will see you hopefully in a week. Hopefully, peace. Peace.